They say that experience is the best teacher, and the best way to learn from experience is to learn from others who have already found success. For this season of the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast, Michael has lined up a great group of successful people who will share their stories of how they got started and some powerful lessons from their accomplishments. He'll also be introducing you to people who are just starting on their entrepreneurship journey to share what they've learned so far. Success is not just about money, and we'll meet some people who have been successful in very unique ways. Entrepreneurship is an exciting journey, and we're glad to be along for the ride with you. Here's your host, the guy who knows a guy, Michael Whitehouse. Hello, and welcome to the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast. I am Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows a guy himself, and today I'm here with Janet Metzger. Janet is an experienced network marketing coach and consultant with demonstrated history of achieving stellar results. She's been a leader in various organizations, and her experience varies from startup businesses up to Fortune 100 companies. She's led sales teams that produce $60 million in annual revenues and large teams of over 10,000 members. She's a subject matter expert in network marketing and direct selling, having worked at the corporate level for 17 years and several years building up her own business with a diverse background and other experience includes retail management, nonprofit management, distribution, industrial sales, events, and advertising. But her first love is network marketing, and she's proud to be a part of that great industry. So Janet, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks so much, Michael. Excited to be here. Yes, awesome to have you here. Speaking of awesome, what makes you awesome? Oh my, that's a tough question to answer. I think what makes me awesome is that I have a lot of experience. You could say I'm old, but I've done a lot of different things. And I uh, not only book smart, but street smart, if you will. Uh, Been there, done that. That That is important. Definitely. Yeah, book, book smart will only take you so far. Um, so going going way back to the beginning, how did you get started on your adventure? On my adventure in network marketing and coaching, well, what happened was I, I worked for a number of years with um, a really large company. At the time, it was the largest uh, retailer. I worked for Sears and I went through their training program. It was a phenomenal training program. I learned a lot, had a lot of great mentors. But uh, back in the day, I answered a newspaper ad. <laughs> And uh, what I did is I went, wow, that sounds like a really cool job. And I was quite frankly, I was tired of retail hours. So I answered this ad. I went through a three-day interview. It was really intense. And uh, I became a uh, an executive with Avon Products. Again, another number one company at the time. Um, and I was a field manager. And I quickly realized that this is what I love to do because I get to help people achieve their goals and dreams while mine were being achieved. And I had that freedom. I wasn't having to go into a store on Sundays, on Saturday nights. And it was it was really refreshing and it was really, really challenging because I worked back in the day a home office when nobody worked in a home office. So <laughs> I've worked in a home office for, gosh, um, almost 30 years now. And uh, so when COVID came along and people said, is it really different working from a home office? No different for me. That's what I've always done. And I love it. I love it. I think it worked more sometimes, but uh, at least I can walk the dog at noon and not have anybody ask me why I'm walking the dog at noon. Yeah, definitely. That's one of the big advantages. And I was actually just talking to people about how you know productivity is way up for most companies, 
Uh, and I think some of that's, you know, you're not bumping into people with a water cooler. So you don't, you don't bump into the water cooler, which is a negative. Right. You also don't spend three hours a day, you know, walking down the hallway or chatting with someone or, or, or talking about the football score or whatever, because you're not having those incidental conversations. Absolutely. That's absolutely true. And yet you can still have relationships with your coworkers if you do it the right way. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's that's still really important. In fact, what I have done for my group of uh, on my Facebook group, I do a coffee chat. Mm-hmm. So we have coffee together a couple of times a week. It's uh, we share some different things. We limit it to 30 minutes. I always provide value, answer any questions, but we still want to have that exchange of ideas and, and getting to know one another. But it's limited and it's timed. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, and and yeah, I, I think there's there's a lot to that about being more intentional about it. You don't realize how much time you're spending bumping into people at the at the coffee urn uh, versus which, and and you know it doesn't really matter. You're still getting the work done, but wouldn't it be nice to be able to do it in five and a half hours at home? Exactly, eight hours plus commuting. Exactly. Uh, so so how did you move from the the corporate retail world into the network marketing world? Well, again, having worked um, for Avon for almost 18 years, um, I I moved up the ranks. I worked with um, many, many of the top, top people in my region, within the company. And I quickly realized where my love and passion was, was helping the other people, helping them to succeed. And that's when I really became enthralled and interested in a product of the product with the personal development. I think that's probably the best part about the network marketing, direct selling industry. Anybody that's a solopreneur is that there is a lot out there and you just have to select what works best for you, but you got to put it into place. And I, I just love personal development. I do it every day, every day for myself. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, when I've been involved in network marketing, definitely the the key appeal to me was that that energy that I, some people derisively call it the Kool Aid, uh, but but to me it's but I think it's because they don't understand there is something behind all that raw raw positive energy that it's absolutely really, you know, absolutely. It, I mean, it is truly the law of attraction. If mm-hmm. if you get your vibration high and you're doing well, have you ever noticed when you're doing well, you keep doing well? Well, yep. that's what it's about. And oftentimes. Somebody that that uh, is self-employed is harder on themselves than anybody else ever would be. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they've got to they've got to um, fill the tank, if you will. Yes. Yep. And, and yeah, that's why you need that much that much energy being poured in because you do need to get renewed and and re-energized. So yeah, I'd love to hear your advice on so for someone who is self-employed and and their vibration is not high. You know, they're doing their best. They're working hard. They're following a system, but they're just they're not feeling it. They can't get that going. And of course, if you can't get the win, it's hard to feel the confidence, which leads to the win. And so you end up in that catch-22. What What is your advice for getting out of that, that downward spiral and getting into the high vibrations? Okay. Oh, there's so many different things you can do. But I'll use an example of someone, I one of my clients that I spoke with the other day that was struggling. And she said, I just don't have the confidence in myself. And I said to her, I said, borrow my confidence right now. He said, because I'm hearing all of the right things, but we have this tendency to only look at the end result. And I said, what I want you to do, I actually gave her two assignments. And I said, 
I want you to start out with writing a list. I kind of freaked her out. I said, of a hundred things that you are good at. She said, I don't have a hundred things. I said, I bet you do. I said, this is your grocery list. You know how you keep adding to your grocery list? Mm -hmm. I said, keep adding to this list. And I said, you might not think it's a big deal, but you can do this. You do this. You do this well. You do that well. I said, you're a heck of a cook. You can, I said, that's a skill. So, so I challenge everybody to write a list of the things that they're good at. Mm, I love that. Okay. And as you start reading it, and you start the, then you start to get on the roll and you start, you know, kind of puffing up your chest and feeling good about it. So that was the first thing. The other thing that I always say is you need to start out with whenever I do any sort of a call, I always ask, what are the three things that went well today? Mm. Because what people do is they tend to focus on what's not going right. Yeah. And I ask the question, tell me three things that went well. And they immediately go to the three things that didn't go well. I said, I didn't ask that question. I don't care about that. Tell me what went well. And then we say, well, that went well, right? Why don't you do it again? It's working <laughs> well. So I am a huge, I, I, it's not that I'm a Pollyanna and then I go in with rose colored glasses, but why are we focused on all the stuff that isn't working? Mm. Instead of all, let's talk about the stuff that is working and let's repeat that. I like that. I like that. And there's nothing that, that, that natural tendency to find. I, I've, I've found that myself. And I try to you know, fight this tendency that, you know, I'll, I'll have a, a weakness in an area. And so, so that area is, is where, you know, that, that's where I'm weak. And then I get better at that and improve it. And my mind immediately doesn't say, okay, I got that. So let's move forward. It's, well, now I'm weak here. So it, it finds something else. It's like something has to fit into that. We've got a weakness. Just to figure out what it is as right. opposed to, yeah. you know, as opposed to all the strengths. So I love that concept of writing down, you know, writing down a hundred strengths and hundred things you're good right. at. And, and, you know, the other thing is, is what I tell people is you can't be good at everything. Mm -hmm. And there's certain stuff you don't like to do. So I'm a huge believer in farming it out. If I yep, don't like yep. to do it, you know, my podcast, I don't do any of the stuff. I just talk to people. I have somebody that does all the stuff. I don't like to do that. Don't want to do it. And I don't want to learn how to do it. So if that's you, do what you are good at. But what you absolutely have to get good at is you have to be able to talk to people. Mm -hmm. If you can't talk to people, can't you know, that. I don't know of any business that you're going to be successful in, quite frankly. Yeah, yeah, really. And maybe something very technical if you can find a partner who can talk to people. Right. But somebody's got to talk to somebody. Yeah. But yeah, but that, that you can't farm out. At best, you can find a partner. Exactly. Can, but yeah, you exactly. can't hire someone to, to, you can't hire a salesman if you can't sell. Yep. Because you won't be able to manage them. So exactly. Yep. That is definitely very good. Very good point. Um, so, so you sent me some notes before we started, and there's one thing we we're talking about before that uh, that seems like it's almost written in a way to get attention, which is where you use the phrase "smart goals are dumb." Yeah, did it get your attention? It got I my attention, and I want to talk about it. So, tell me why the rest okay. of, the, of what what that comes from. So, most everybody has heard the acronym when it comes to goals that they need to be smart which is specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. That's mm -hmm. what SMART means. I learned that throughout my entire career. 
Well, after I was retired, I will say that I lost my job. My job was eliminated. So I was retired. <laughs> I went a different direction and I started studying and working alongside um, one of the best in the industry, Bob Proctor. And Bob just said, everybody puts limits on themselves. Okay. There, there's so many limits. So for example, a specific goal is very, very important because if you don't, you know, it's like your GPS. If you don't put in an address, you're just going to be going around and around. But a specific is very important. You have to be able to measure it. You have to know if you're going in the right direction towards your goal. But the, the A part, the attainable part, you know what? People will only set a goal with a smart goal that they think that they can do. Mm. If, if they don't have enough belief in themselves and in their ability, they're only going to set the, the bar here when in fact, what they really want, what they really want is up here. But if they're, if they're setting the goal too low, their vibrations low, you've got to set a big enough goal. Realistic. Some people say that building your own business, becoming a millionaire is not realistic. And what I would say to anybody is if somebody else has done it before, you sure as heck can do it. There's mm -hmm. no reason why you can't do it. In my business in network marketing, what people don't realize, they say only a few people make it. This is true. Everybody can make it, but 20% of the millionaires made their millions in network marketing. 20% of all millionaires. Mm -hmm. Okay. So clearly it can be done. So an attainable, realistic goal is what makes it dumb. The timely part is where a lot of people get messed up too, because they think they have failed because they said, I want to be at this level at the end of 2021, and they're not going to be there. So they think they failed. Well, all they did is they picked the wrong date. Sometimes it takes longer than what we think it Mm. what we think it is. So yep. you've got to set your goals. You know, there there's milestones along the way, but you can do whatever you truly decide to do. You mm -hmm. got to make the decision though, and do whatever the heck it takes. Yeah, and, as and long as make, it's legal and moral. Right, right. I think you made a great point there with, with timely too, when you mentioned fail. I, I think some of that comes down to what fail means. Right. Because uh, it says, you know, with school in many ways teaches us the wrong lessons. Um, but one of those bad lessons is that failure is is final and permanent and F on your record, as opposed to, you know, if, if your goal is to make whatever number of dollars by December 31st, 2021, and you get to December 31st, 2021, you haven't gotten there. Well, by January 1st, you should forget that you ever had that goal because the goal you had yesterday doesn't matter. And now you're on to next next goal. And and you're probably better off than you would have been if you didn't have that goal. Oh, absolutely. And that's what matters. Absolutely. And and again, I don't think that the goal is wrong. It's just that the time was wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, so what? And, you know, people talk about, oh, I don't set a big enough goal because I'm afraid I'm going to fail. Well, truly, you only fail if you don't go after something. And I I would ask, I, I, I ask this question all the time. Do you think Thomas Edison failed? <laughs> 10,000 times if you think it's failure. No, he just wasn't doing it the right way. It took him 10,000 times for us to be able to talk um, electronically. You know, mm -hmm. we, now we got lights. We got all those things.
So it's not a failure. It's just that, you know, it's kind of a, you're guessing when the time frame is going to happen. So that's, that's what I see the most of is people think they failed because they didn't hit it in the time frame. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's absolutely. And, and again, I think they need to, you know, lose that idea of failure as a, now, now there should certainly, it's reasonable to have a, you know, a, a red line drop dead point where you say, if I have not done this by this time in this business, this business is not for me. And absolutely, um, absolutely. That's but that's different from failing at a goal. Absolutely. And, and the, the fact of the matter is, as Bob Proctor says, he goes, goals are for growing, not mm-hmm. for getting. Mm, okay. So, so, so you're goal- growing, you're growing yeah. as you're going after these goals. So goals a tool more than a, more than absolutely a, you score yourself on. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. That, that's a huge thing. And you know, very good points. I think a lot of people, if they don't understand how to, how to work with goals, um, then they have that challenge. And yeah, you know, going back to school, I think a lot of people who are high achievers in school and there it's a, it's a limited playing field. So you can, I want to get an A and you get an A, I got an A. Whereas I want to get $50,000. Well, maybe you have $42,000. That's 42000 more than the other guy got it didn't try. Exactly. But, exactly. 100%. Yep. 100%. But, and that would, that would have been A++, but because you set a larger target area than, than limited range of school, people just aren't taught to think in that expansive way that there's always more. There's always right. higher to go to. Right. That was not- Absolutely. 100%. 100%. So... Yep. So that's why I did it, put it in your face, because people need to understand how to set goals and more importantly, how to achieve those goals. And I'm glad you did. Um, so I want to tell you a little bit more about network marketing, because uh, as you may be, I don't know if you've heard this, some people have a negative impression of the field. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. Um, uh, they absolutely do. Yep. And and I imagine some of that's because a lot of the people they meet in the field are in their first six months and their last six months. Um, and they're going through and hitting up all their friends and family before they give up on this. Right. Else. Um, right. So talk a little about the, the, the better side of network marketing that people don't see <laughs> the opposite of the Facebook ad, you know, the Facebook posts where they're saying, buy my stuff. Yeah. Well, first of all, those are, those are people that need a lot of help. Mm-hmm. It's because they don't know what they don't know. So they do what their upline does who, because it's a it's about duplication, so it those people don't understand the business. Mm-hmm. But it is truly the best part. Oh, the, oh, there's so many good parts, but there's it's all about relationships. Mm-hmm. Every anybody that is successful knows how to build relationships. So that's the first thing that I think is so so important. And in, in one of the best parts, I have people from 25 years ago that I could call up today. And they would help me with anything. I've done it. They've been on my podcast, former former bosses. So it's a relationship business. I think that's great. The other thing is, is that regardless of what your education level is, anybody can succeed. Anybody mm. can succeed if they follow the process, if they do the right things. Um, the other thing that that is important is that, you know, at a, at a traditional job, you're let's say you're on a manufacturer's line and you're just knocking it out of the park and you're you're working extra hard and you're making 20 bucks an hour. And then the person next to you is slacking off and drinking coffee and 
doing nothing and they're making $20 an hour. Mm-hmm. And that's very, very frustrating. So another great thing is, is that you get into it, what you put out of it or what you put into it, you get out of it. Yeah. It is. So it's a beautiful thing. Uh, so that's one of the best things we talked about personal development. You know, you're you're when you're around the right people in this industry. Uh, I mean, you've got friends for life. They're just uh, they're so, so positive. So there's a lot of great things. But what I think, I really think that the best part about network marketing is I see people's belief in themselves skyrocket. Mm. And that is so, so rewarding. I mean, there's, yeah, there's the trips and the recognition and getting on stage. For me, that's the best part is seeing people be successful. It, it's like, oh, you're so proud of your children getting up on stage and achieving their goals and dreams that, you know, that gives you goosebumps. But um, there, there's just so many good things. And, and when somebody says it's a pyramid, you've probably heard that one before. Yeah. Okay. You know what I always say is that, um, uh, well, can you tell me what a pyramid is? Crickets. They don't have any <laughs> idea. It's what they've heard. It's not a pyramid. Pyramids are illegal. Uh, all these companies would be shut down. Uh-huh. Trust me, there's so much regulation. So people that say that don't understand. So my my vision, what I like to do is I like to educate people on the beauty of this business. But I think the key distinction a lot of people don't get too is if you can make decent money selling the product without recruiting anyone, it's not a pyramid. Because then it's that's right. Product. It all if you don't. I always say nothing happens till somebody sells something. Yep. And if you want to increase your earnings, you need to increase sales, whether it's your personal sales or people on your team. It's still mm-hmm. about product. Yep. Now, th- there, are, there are certainly some out there, and those usually don't stick around very long, that are recruit, recruit, recruit. And I guess you'll, but th- there was there's one of those tried to tried to rope me in. And I, I'd actually, I'd signed up for it and they were trying to get me to bring people onto a second call when I was still on the first call, like coming on board. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't even know if I like the product, let alone no. if I want to recruit people into it. And, and then, of course, after people get the bad taste in their mouth, Absolutely. Um, from. Absolutely. And, yeah. That, yeah. No, that that's so true. And and honestly, I think that's what what is a little bit different about my take on it. It's a very high turnover business. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to slow down to speed up. Yep. And you have to onboard people the right way. If if you know, if you treat it like a job, you will earn like a job. If you treat it like a hobby, it's gonna cost you money. So it depends mm-hmm. on how you approach it. But but if you take the right approach, um, you can earn a significant income. Now, everybody's idea of a significant income is different. Mm-hmm. But I spoke with somebody the other day and she works as very part time, like five hours a week. And she's earning a thousand dollars a month. Well, you know, a thousand dollars a month would change a lot of people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. And so I guess one question is because I, I, people might be listening to you and saying, this sounds great. Like, I love the concept of it, but maybe I was part of some organization. My upline didn't know what they were doing. All, I had some videos and an upline who didn't know what they're doing. Like, how do you get into the good part of it? The good part of it is, well, if you don't have an, if you're not with a, a company right now, um, yes, you want to, you have to love the product. Mm-hmm. 
but I would shop for an upline. Hmm. I would ask them, you know, what can you help me with? How do you work? And I will always say, you have to match their efforts. They're not going to do it for you, but you want somebody that is educated. Yeah. Well, you know, clearly that's opening the door to, you've got to find the right mentor. And, you know, obviously that's what I do, but you've got to be able to connect with that person. Somebody that's going to hold you accountable is going to show you the way. But what I like to say is when you go outside your company, whether it's with myself or any of the other great mentors throughout the industry, we always have your best interest at heart. Because see, if you don't, if you don't succeed, I still get paid. They still get paid. Whereas your upline might be telling you something that's in their best interest instead of your best interest. The company will sometimes set something up that's in your best interest, in their best interest, not your best interest. Mm -hmm. So that's why I I like to say, I think it's good to find a neutral party. Mm. Yeah, that's that's an interesting concept that you don't hear much because I think a lot of these these companies, they want to give you the impression that they're going to provide you everything you could ever possibly need. Business in a box. And... Mm -hmm. And then you're limited to, you know, your upline, maybe their upline and total luck of the draw of if you got, you know, got the right person who really knows how to teach you. Um, and so it does make a lot of sense that like in my business, I have, I have a number of coaches I work with and courses I'm in and programs and, and there's no, there's no, you know, company. So I've got to go find them on myself. Um, right. So I, I guess you're saying is, is if you're with one of these companies to, to find your own coaches as well. I, I think it's really important or, you know, if the, you're a guy that knows a guy, mm-hmm. so you, you know the power of networking. And I would encourage you to get to get involved in different groups where they're not people from your company mm-hmm. because you get ideas. You know, you can you can learn anything from anybody and find a way to adapt it. So I think you should surround yourself. I mean, I'm in I'm in networking groups with other network marketing coaches and I'm learning from them all the time. Mm, yep. That makes a lot of sense too. But, but yeah, and so by by thinking of it as as its own business as opposed to working for is I, I think some of these some of these companies or some people who get in them almost end up they're, they're still in the job mindset. I mean, yes, they quote unquote own their own business, but they're still they're still thinking, but the company's gonna take care of me. If I need to know it, they'll teach it to me. If I, mm-hmm. you know, if I need to learn it, there's a module for me on the in learning center. My plan will tell me and not thinking of it like, like, you know, you and I might as indiv- as independent business owners that if I need to learn it, I need to find it. <laughs> and no one's right. going to tell me. And that. you need to learn it, but you need to execute it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the other challenge that, that somebody that's newer in the business or is, is they want to do everything. Mm. And, and I'm a huge believer in, um, the to don't list, not the to do list, but the to don't list. Oh, it's a don't list. Okay. And that's the, that's the beauty of having, having had the experience that I've had, there isn't really anything. I haven't been there, done that, seen that. And, and I can cut the learning curve. I mean, it took me a long time to learn all of this stuff. So I can tell people, you know what, there's, um, I, I had a, a client meeting yesterday and she said she was going to do this, 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 and this. And I said, what are you going to stop doing? Mm. And she said, I don't know. I said, well, you got to, it's like your closet. You got to get rid of something before you put something else in it. <laughs> yep. You have to do that. So I'm a huge believer in any business. Less is more. 
mm. but do it really, really well. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's how we've been doing a lot of over the last six months or so is getting rid of things. You know, if I'm if I'm in a group and doesn't serve me, why am I in it? That's right. Um, it just takes yeah. up space. Yep. Yeah, and 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 to realize that there's nothing with with a couple of of uh, exceptions. Um, you know, if you if you go to church with your mom and your mom would be upset if you didn't go to church anymore, you know, maybe that's something you want to hold on to because it keeps your mom happy. Right. Um, but for the most part, if it doesn't serve you, why in it? Get rid of it. If it doesn't help you to achieve that goal, why are you doing it? Absolutely. But, you know, sometimes it's tough if it's a group. Like I was in a, uh, a BNI chapter that wasn't serving me well because it was just, it wasn't a, it wasn't a strong chapter in the sense of like following the system. And I was there for two years. And finally, I had this epiphany, like, why am I, I'm paying to be here. But, you know, I felt this loyalty to the other members. I'm part of the, I didn't want to let them down. And um, I felt like my loyalty is to my business, to my family that my business feeds, to my, you know, it's not to this chapter. Like, the chapter is exactly. supposed to serve me. And I was supposed to serve them as well. Like, I, and I was. But, you know, this, org- the, my membership here is for a reason. It's not just because... Like I was, you know, I don't have a divine commission to be part of this chapter. And right, it exactly. Took an exactly. embarrassingly long time to realize I should find a different chapter that's a better fit for me. Um, right. And that just made me reevaluate everything else too. And I'm like, wait, why am I in this group? Why am I doing this? Why do I do this? Why am I going to here every week? <laughs> and yeah, uh, it, it, you're you're absolutely right, and that's why I say it's you know, I think you know it's. Not sure when this is going to air, but you know it's it's really the beginning of Q4, mm-hmm. and now is a good time. If you don't have the time now, definitely, I always say take that time between, say like Christmas and New Year's, and get rid of stuff. Start purging, and that's mm-hmm. what you need to do so you can start with a clean slate. But what I do every month at the beginning of every month is I look at all these groups that I'm in and go, no, next, get out of here. I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it because. The, you only have so much bandwidth. Yeah. Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense. And that too, that less is more can be really, really powerful. Thing. And same thing with, with, I find, you know, courses and programs and those kinds of things. Yeah. The number of, and I'm sure everyone has experience, number of courses I've downloaded that I've never watched, ebooks I've downloaded and never read. Cause you, you see the promise. You're like, Oh my goodness, this will help me do the thing. And then you never actually, you know, never actually read it. Cause it just piles up there. And, and to be willing to let go of it, I think, is a huge thing. So otherwise, yeah, the stress of, of, oh, I'm letting myself down. I haven't read all these books. I haven't watched all these videos. Right. And, and yet you can still be successful because, you know, you should invest 15 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day in self-development. But I probably have 30 years worth of self-development that mm-hmm. I could be watching. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's kind of forgiving yourself. Yep. For- Absolutely for not doing, you know, not doing too much. Um, so, so we kind of talked about, you know, having a mentor and, and development and whatnot, but, it, but if someone is, if, if somebody is in that, in network marketing space, um, well, so first off, how, how would you find, again, if you think this network marketing thing is cool, but there's not so a company that you're, ex, that you know about, um, how would you recommend finding an opportunity to be part of? Well, I think the first place you have to des- you have to decide is what products you like. Mm. 
-hmm. It all starts with the product. You have to be a product of the product. If you don't love your product, you're not going to be able to promote it because Mm -hmm. people can sense that. So you have to start with the product. The second, so, you know, for example, if, if, uh, you don't love coffee, why would you join a coffee company? I mean, it just just doesn't make sense. When people say with um, makeup, I don't wear makeup. Well, you you know, most companies have skincare, et cetera. But if that's not what you're in love with, don't even consider it because you have to love the product. You're not going to love every product. So I would start there. The second thing that I would look at is I would look at the company itself. There's a Um, I I believe that the best companies are members of the direct selling um, association, the DSA, because they're highly regulated. So when somebody says it's a pyramid, well, trust me, there's so many, there's more regulations with the direct selling association than there is with the government. Mm. So that's a great place. I would look for that. And then the third thing is I think you want to shop for an upline. So for example, oftentimes, your your best friend might say, oh, you should join the team and we could be doing this together and they're brand new to it. That's uh-huh. great. You want to be with your friend, but find out who are you getting support from because mm-hmm. your friend's not going to know what to do yet. So you want to know who she getting support from. So go up the chain. Makes sense. Yeah. And so, so don't just you know work with the friend. Yeah, I guess a lot of people get into it because their friend recruits them. Right. And but I always say, who, who teach, who's teaching you? Who's your upline? I want to meet your upline. Yeah. yeah. And, and in some cases, if they've got a good team, then the second degree upline is still going to be teaching you and working with you. Absolutely. But in other cases, they're like, oh, you're not mine. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's up to your upline to teach you that. And I'm like, my upline doesn't even know how to spell the name of the company. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a red flag right there. Yeah. Yep. Although some companies are easier to spell than others. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, simple ones. I think it definitely comes down to, you know, I, I love that product concept. So I think some people, I, I've certainly heard some people say, oh, yeah, I'm working with this company because the, the opportunity is amazing. Now, like, do you like the products? No. You realize there's a thousand other companies of the same opportunity, a different product because they're all the same, basically the same model, right? Right. They're, they're all basically the same. And, you know, what you have to remember is people are not buying from the company. Mm-hmm. They're buying from you, so don't. It, it, yes, you have to love the product, but you know, if if I want a tube of lipstick, there's a lot of places I can get a tube yeah. of lipstick. But I'm buying it from the person. I'm buying it from the person that gives me good service that'll help me to learn. You know, answer questions for me, that type of thing. And um, you know, I had a discussion today. I I think this is a real another real big benefit of being in in network marketing, direct selling, you know, uh, you, you hear the slogan all the time, buy local, buy local. And sometimes people will say, well, I don't want to buy from them because they work for a a big company. There is nothing more local than buying from your neighbor who is a direct seller. That's as local as you can get. So when it comes time to sell and say, Hey, you know what? Thank you for helping me to support my family. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what they're doing. So, so you are really taking by local. They just happen to be the distributor. They're the ones yeah. that are supplying the product, but they're buying from you. 
Yeah, that's absolutely true. Yeah, and yeah, think about the percentage of the money that stays in the community. Compare your local local hardware store to a local direct sell direct sales representative. It's the same thing. It's absolutely the same thing. Might even be a higher percentage. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. That I hadn't thought about. That's that's really good. But but yeah, yes, yes, certainly if you know if somebody's I said doesn't wear makeup, then they're getting into makeup because they see this great opportunity. It's they might want to reshop to find a product they can they can get behind. Um, but right. I, I definitely really, it's a very important point you said about how they're buying from you, not from the company, and why it's important to have a good company. Because I've had people who've tried to who who have told me like, oh, you got a great you know great network, you should sell such such product. And I said I'm not risking my reputation on your. Co- I don't know what your company sells. You know, right. I don't know the product. I don't know the quality. I don't know anything about it. So I'm not going to mortgage my reputation to try to to try to, to push whatever that is, because if it's not good, people are going to be like, yeah, Michael, I listened to you before. And, and that wasn't good. So yeah, I, I'm extremely cautious about what I'm going to sell. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, be, and you have to be a product of the product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You definitely want to be someone who yeah, uses it and you're comfortable. Yeah. Like with, with that, uh, that the company that was trying to get me to bring people in before I even knew what it was, it was a, a business business tool. Um, and it's something that conceivably I might have a bunch of clients who would benefit from it, but, but it, it, I had such a bad taste in my mouth and that, that aggressive sales process that first off, it almost soured me on the person who brought me in and mm-hmm. almost ruined that relationship. Um, and, and they didn't do, it wasn't necessarily due, due diligence. I think it was their upline was the one who was running the meeting and just being all like Rah! in your face. Mm-hmm. Um, but not realizing that that was going to burn you know, burn those bridges, but wouldn't burn his bridge. I didn't know him. I'd never talked to him again. I remember Robert or something. I don't know. Um, but I definitely remember who brought me in and I. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not the, that's not the, that's not the right way to do business. I, I just, I firmly believe that. And, you know, uh, it, it is, it's not a get rich quick thing. It's a mm-hmm. get, it's, uh, but you can make a lot of money fast by selling product, but to build your team and that residual income, that takes time. That's your 401k, I always say. Okay, yep, that makes sense. Sell some product, build a team, but not everybody wants to build a team and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Yep, that makes a lot of sense. Well, this has been great. It's been great to learn about this. It's a really interesting field, especially for people who who aren't ready to go out on their own, per se, you know, do the the crazy stuff that you and I are doing, running our own business, hanging our own shit out. you know, it, it's a good middle of the road way to get involved. And I, yeah, I, I definitely would agree. I mean, my first business was working for, for Vector Marketing, selling Cutco. Um, remember I had $800 one summer and uh, I didn't make a lot, but I learned a lot. Uh, well, but yeah. certainly, It's something Absolutely. for everyone to try because um, you learn, you're going to learn so much in that industry. For sure. For and sure. I've learned a lot from you. So it's been great to have you on the show. I really appreciate it. And so how can people get in touch with you if they would like to do so? Okay. Well, the best way is I have a website and it's coachjanetm.com. You can find me on Facebook. I do have a, a really active Facebook group called The Network Marketers Den. Okay. And that's the name of my podcast the network marketers done. I was about so, to ask about that. Yeah. It's a, um, in, and, and it's all educationally based, have some fun, 
you know, when you've been in the business as long as I have, there's all these little tips and ideas and uh, of, of different things that you can do. But at the end of the day, you know, which you put into it, what you put into it, you get out of it. And but the best thing you're going to get out of it is you're going to get a good education and you're going to build some great relationships if you do it the right way. Awesome. Yeah, it's definitely it's for if you can find the right part of it, um, which sounds like you can help people do that. It's it's an amazing opportunity. Absolutely. So Absolutely. thank you so much for sharing. And it's been great to to get to know you better and to share you with our audience here. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate you so much. And uh, thanks, everybody. And uh, you can do whatever you make a decision to do. This has been the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast with your host, Michael Whitehouse. This great theme song is by Patrick Howard. If you found this valuable, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast. Find the full archive of all episodes at guywhoknowsaguy.com slash podcast. Check out my other podcast, Morning Motivation. It's a daily podcast of two to five minutes with a powerful hit of motivation and inspiration to get your day started. Morningmotivation.fun or search for Morning Motivation wherever you listen to podcasts. Join the community online in the Morning Motivation Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Morning Motivation Podcast. JV Connect is coming up quick, December 12th and 13th. If you are looking for a networking event where you can meet people who aren't looking to just pitch you or take, but actually want to collaborate, build strategic partnerships, joint ventures, maybe even find some mentors, some coaches, people to support you, accountability partners, who knows? If you're looking for good people, in an environment that's not stressful, but is set up to give you a lot of great connections in an efficient amount of time, check out JV Connect, jv-connect.com. That's jv-connect.com, December 12th and 13th, 2023. We'll see you there.